Hello and welcome to PW Kids Cast, the children's book podcast from Publishers Weekly. In each episode, we speak with authors and illustrators creating books for children and teens. I'm John Sellers, the children's reviews editor at Publishers Weekly. Today I'm speaking with Patrick McDonnell, well-known for his long-running daily comic strip, Mutts, as well as several children's books that include Thank You and Good Night, The Skunk, A Perfectly Messed Up Story, and Me, Jane, his Caldecott honor-winning book about Jane Goodall as a child. His latest picture book is Tech, The Modern Cave Boy. It's being published in October by Little Brown, which is sponsoring this podcast. In Tech, McDonald takes on the subject of technology addiction, using as a subject a prehistoric cave boy who's glued to his phone, TV, tablet, and other devices. Never mind that fire hasn't been invented yet. Stuck indoors with a screen in his face, Tech misses out on all kinds of things, evolution, ice ages, until matters finally reach a breaking point and a rebooted attitude is required. Patrick, thanks for speaking with me. Well, I'm happy to be here. Thank you, John. So I think maybe the best place to start might be to talk about the look and the design of this book. You know, I'm not sure I've seen a picture book with basically the exact same dimensions as an iPad before. <laughs> um, you know, are you hoping that parents might just, you know, slip this book right on top of the tablet the kids are using? <laughs> I'm hoping kids in the bookstore will run to it. <laughs> like, that looks familiar. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it looks like, uh, yeah mommy's tablet. I just literally a half hour ago, the UPS man gave me my advanced copy. So it's not only the shape of an iPad, but it actually has hard cardboard cover stock for the cover. So it actually has the feel and weight of a tablet. Now, was that idea, was, was incorporating those visual elements and the sort of proportions and aspects of a tablet into the design of the book part of your idea from the very beginning here? Well, to tell you the truth, I wrote tech about five, six years ago, when I go to Little Brown with my next children's books, I usually give them a few ideas to toss around. And tech, the idea of a cave boy being addicted to his uh, smartphone was an idea I had about five or six years ago. And we, uh, for whatever reason, we passed on it. I, I think I might have done Me Jane, actually, when, hmm. when I first showed it. Uh, so tech didn't win. But whenever I go to Little Brown with a new book idea, I always look at other ideas I've presented in the past. And I, you know, it's funny when I came up with tech a while back, I thought it was fairly uh, an important hot topic of how much screen time, you know, kids are having. Uh, and it just seemed five or six years later, it's probably even a hotter topic. But this time when I looked at it, it dawned on me that how great if the book actually felt and looked like a tablet. And when I presented it to Little Brown with that idea, they, uh, they thought it was a great idea. And thankfully they pulled it off. It really does feel like a tablet. Mm-hmm. Sort of the rounded edges and everything. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, so, you know, given that you had this sort of five or six year hiatus, maybe between the original idea and then going back to it now, when you came back to this uh, story a second time around, did you make any particular changes? Did you, you know, did things mostly stay the same or true to your original ideas? Yeah, you know, it was pretty close to the original idea. I think the design changed, you know, to make the whole thing look like a tablet, even with the battery losing power. And um, I think the most change was in the way it was going to look and feel. Mm-hmm. And um, you mentioned the sort of hot button aspect maybe of the, of the subject of the story. Had you been seeing firsthand maybe when you were out visiting with kids or just in, in life, you know, maybe behaviors you, you felt were sort of worrying about the way that kids or adults are using technology? Yeah, you know, I think a, a lot of scientists are studying this. I think it's all a big, a big experiment. But uh, yeah, no, you just see more and more uh, what you see little kids in carriages with uh, with iPads and iPhones and tablets and smartphones. You know, with my own nephews, I was noticing at holidays when the nephews and nieces came over that used to be they would run around the place and make a cause havoc. And 
nowadays they pretty much all sit on a couch and look at each other's smartphones. What's your own uh, relationship with technology like? You know, um, I still dip a pen into a bottle of ink and use watercolors. And, uh, you know, the artist in me definitely likes the hands-on feeling. Although then, obviously, in this day and age, uh, you know, all the books are designed, you know, using uh, technology. So it's a, I have a little marriage of the two. It sounds like you were not storyboarding this uh, book on an iPad while you were walking down the street. <laughs> No, I was sitting at a desk. <laughs> uh, like you mentioned, you're using analog materials, so to speak, to, to create the art for the book, you know, pen and ink and paint. Um, are those generally your, your kind of go-to media, no matter what you're working on? Yeah, no, no. I, um, I love watercolor. I love uh, the liquid medium. And uh, pen and ink is usually my go-to thing. It sounds like this was not the book to start experimenting with Photoshop. <laughs> uh, no. You know, obviously a big part of this book is about mixing the, the prehistoric and the very contemporary. What was it that led you to that approach to the subject? Yeah, I just thought it was a funny mashup, you know, the modern and the primitive. Um, you know, all my books start in my sketchbooks, and I drew a little picture of a cave boy, and I kind of liked the way he looked. I, you know, even though he was a little boy, I gave him a beard, and I thought that was kind of a funny look. So I was trying to think... You know, what kind of story could I tell with a cave boy? And I said, well, what do cave boys do? And I said, well, I guess they sit in caves. And they don't want me, why do kids sit in their house nowadays and it would be, you know, to play games and stay on their devices? So I just thought it was kind of a silly idea to have a cave boy, even though fire hadn't been invented yet, was uh, staying in his cave all day because he was hooked on his devices. Mm -hmm. It just came from that. Yeah. Well, you know, you mentioned uh, the fact that Tech, even though he's a boy, ha- has a beard in the book. And there's, you know, there's a lot of other really, you know, fun kind of visual jokes that you, you've, you've worked in there. There's this rapidly evolving sea creature kind of crawling up out of the ocean. There's a triceratops on a sled, which also kind of gets at the mixing the old and the new. Do you have any other sort of favorite jokes or little, little visual elements that you, uh, you were able to sneak in? Uh, I think my favorite thing is the... Uh Dinosaurs for a Better Tomorrow. It's the name of a club that's trying to uh, save tech. And uh, I just think Dinosaurs for Saving a Better Tomorrow is a funny thought. Yes, given what we know about uh, (laughs) what happens somewhere between now and then. You know, beyond echoing the look of a tablet, and you've included details uh, in the layout of these pages that include sort of a, a fake password to unlock the book and a power bar on the top corner. That tablet also kind of creates a border to the scenes, at least in the first half of the book. And that border goes away once Tech has his wake-up moment, and then it's just him in the outdoors. It made me think of the difference between, you know, watching a concert through your phone versus, you know, just taking it in. Is, was that effect on your mind, sort of like taking it, away it, a filter or a barrier? Yeah, it really was. And I'm amazed how uh, powerful it is, you know, um, I don't even think we realize it, but you know, when we see the world through these screens, it's really kind of confining and small. And so, when the screen dis- when the volcano blows up and tech is, uh, you know, disconnected, you know, the pages become, you know, my, I feel like my books. I speak a lot about nature in this book. It's definitely about appreciating nature, but I also in my books a big theme is you know, the love of books, actual physical books. And I think it is kind of a magical moment when you go from that screen size to a full page book. There's really, you kind of feel that release and opening of uh, your mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, I was, I'm really happy how that really came through. Mm-hmm. And I mean, how much of your, your artistic life is really devoted to, to children's books at this point? I mean, you, you, you are putting them out fairly regularly at this point. Yeah, no, I try to do one a year. Um, I do do the comic strip and 
believe me, a daily comic strip keeps you pretty busy. But I, the the children books are my main love right now. I just uh, love the medium. I love the freedom of telling a whole story instead of three panels. And uh, just, uh, yeah, I just love it. I, I'm just finishing up my next one for next year. So I'm always in cycle. I'm always in the middle of a book somewhere. Well, certainly your last one, uh, I think it was your last one. Uh, thank you and good night. You, certainly a, a love letter to a book's uh, very obvious in that, in that story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, uh, again, those were some of my favorites. Uh, there's a little tribute to Goodnight Moon and Babar and uh, Winnie the Pooh, which love those books. And I think they will transform to me. So it was nice putting them in a little, I thought they were perfect characters for a bedtime story. Mm-hmm. You know, well, this book tech is not out yet and won't be out really for a little while yet, but have you been getting uh, early reactions to it from people um, who've been getting their hands on advanced copies, either within the publishing world or maybe outside? Yeah, no, I think there's a big buzz for it. And the uh, people have only seen the F and G, which, you know, doesn't have the actual, cardboard stock covers and uh, they're excited by that but i think when they actually see and feel the book i think they're even going to be more excited so no it's it's getting a a nice buzz it's um like i said i think it's a pretty big topic nowadays and usually my books are more (laughs) more about general universal things but this one you know is actually about technology and I mean, you sort of alluded to it before, but is your sense that, you know, when you went back to look at this story now versus six years ago, that maybe the situation is even, I'm going to say more dire, but even, uh, you know, <laughs> it's maybe even more of a problem now than it was even six years ago? Well, you know, when I talk to parents with young children, it, 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 you know, it, it is a, a big topic. Um, someone who works at our website, you know, was just telling me how her, her school now, they, they give like uh, stars if you go a week not having screen time. So um, I guess it's uh, it's definitely a big part of people's lives. Uh, you know, when I when I write books and when I write my comic strip, there's a, a park nearby where I live that has a beautiful garden. And just last week when I was in there writing uh, some ideas down in my pad, uh, boy, there was every, – and everybody who came into the park, there must have been a Pokemon Go character in the park because everyone in the park was just on their phone and stopping at one spot and no one was looking at the flowers and no one was enjoying the park so uh i just think we live in kind of strange times or different times i don't know if they're strange just different Mm -hmm. will you be uh getting out there to talk to kids about this book or is is that something you also make time for you know it's funny uh you know with my schedule it's kind of tough but the book comes out in october and i'm going to be doing a tour in october uh kansas and texas and they have me all over the place. Mm-hmm. So this will be the first time in a while that I'll, I'll actually be given a tour. Mm-hmm. And you, you had mentioned some other books that you were sort of in the process of working on. Is there anything you can say or little previews about um, this book you're finishing up or any other ideas you're sort of contemplating? Yeah, sure. Actually, um, I wrote a book and uh, Naoko Stoop is uh, illustrating it. And that's going to come out, I think, like in well, spring of next year, I think maybe March. And it's called Shine. It's about a, a starfish. I'm real excited by that. It was really fun to have someone else illustrate one of my stories. Yeah, is that is that the first time that's happened? Yeah, yeah, and she did such a wonderful job. I mean, she was the person I thought would be perfect for this book. Um, you know, she paints on wood, and you see the wood grain. Mm-hmm. And this story is about a starfish under the water, and the wood grain just looks like waves and waters. And it's a nice, again, a weird combination of wood looking like water. But it's uh, she did a beautiful job on. And something, boy, she did it totally different than I would have done it, which just makes it even more interesting for me. And I I love it. 
And uh, the book I'm working on right now, I guess I can talk about it. That, that's going to come out next fall. Is uh, I went back to the basics and I did an ABC book. A little excited by that an ABC mm-hmm. book that actually tells a story. Very good. Well, looking forward to seeing some of those uh, land on shelves. And you know, again, congratulations on this book, Tech. Oh, thank you so much. Once again, I've been speaking with Patrick McDonald, whose new picture book, Tech: The Modern Cave Boy, arrives in October from Little Brown. Thank you for listening to PW Kids Cast. 